Hello and welcome to a really short bonus episode on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It's just me, Lib, talking to you right now because uh, actually this clip is from episode 45 on The World's End. And uh, we kind of talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp for an extended period of time and I figured, you know what? I, we, I really like the points that me and Pat made in this clip, so I decided to remove it from that episode and turn it into a little bonus episode for you guys. Here's a little, like, 13-minute uh, episode, just a little bonus. This was from episode 45, so I'm gonna ad-lib an outro at the end of it, just like what I'm doing right here, because... We didn't want to make an episode on Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania because we both didn't enjoy it. Uh, but we still had things to say, so I decided to make it into this little bonus episode, uh, which was too long to be a clip, too short to be its own episode, and in a way too short to be a bonus episode. But hey, we missed a, we missed a lot of uploads, so uh, here you go, we're giving this to you guys. Um, so yeah, here we go, enjoy. So let's talk, let's talk about a movie we watched two days ago. So we went to, we went to, this, this is not part of the episode, we're gonna, this is gonna be very brief, but we went to the movie theater to watch the latest MCU movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. Uh, and it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's, if you laugh at it, it's fun, but I don't think you're supposed to laugh at it, so I'm giving it, I'm just kind of giving it points. <laughs> Just to give it points at this point, right? I give it one and a half stars. I give it, I give it two. I so, think. so, um, I don't, I'm, the this is the longest review I've ever written on Letterboxd, uh, and I'm not gonna recite it. So, if you want to see my exact feelings for the movie, go on my Letterboxd account and look at my review for it. But the TLDR is, it's not funny. The CG looks good, but. It's good, like technically, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how how it can look good and like shit at the same time. But here we are. Yeah, this this it happened. Whoever played Cassie just can't fucking act. She can't act. Yeah, no, she's terrible. Like she she she's so like one note monotone, no emotion the entire movie. I don't know if she did it on purpose because she is in Lady Bird. I didn't watch Lady Bird, but it's really like good. a really, she's really good really, movie. Yeah, she's really good in Lady Bird, so like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what happened here. She's also not good in Detective Pikachu, so oh. I don't know. Maybe Lady Bird was a fluke, is what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's not as bad as like Thor: The Dark World or or Eternals or Captain Marvel. It's not as bad as those movies, but yeah, I definitely think that people are are blowing it its head out of proportion. Yeah, like definitely, like like Thor: The Dark World and and Eternals, Captain Marvel, and uh, like Black Widow are all worse movies than this. Yeah, uh, but it's just the the fact that Marvel put all of their faith and all of their hope and everything that they're setting up in this one movie they're they disregard the reason why the infinity saga was so so like good for everybody like watching it they they were 
building up the main villain since the the first phase since the end of phase one since the first avengers movie they've been building up all of this like since uh like even since the first captain america movie that's when we first see that's when they see the space stone and like right away we're we're like as soon as fans of the comics saw the space stone they're like oh they're doing thanos but it's gonna be in like a billion years and it took them what it was well, how long was he finished saga 10 years 10 probably like 10 yeah 10 years it was like it was like a 10 year thing no no, no it wasn't 10 years because uh what, what was it 2008. Ant-Man? No, Ant-Man. Uh, Iron Man was... 2008? 2008. 2019 is when Infinity War came out. Oh, I thought Infinity War was 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years. So, 10, 11 years. That's a good time to, like, get everything set up. Get all of the cameos and get get all of all of the setup done before Infinity War and even after Infinity War there was still two or three more movies to set up Endgame because for some reason Ant Man was very important in the story of Endgame, so they needed to make another Ant Man movie. I I don't I don't think the problem is is Kang is is bad or it's a bad introduction to him. I I think he's good here. I like Kang a lot. Um and I think. Him being introduced through the the quantum realm, it, it works. It it does work. My my problem with him is his first introduction is as the main villain of an Adman movie, and he loses or lo loses in quotation marks, I guess. But I think I really think they should have. I I know like some people would argue that like well we did it for Thanos, we're not gonna redo the same thing again. But I really think they should have maybe introduced Kang. Because you know we we had him with Loki. He's he's in Loki, and you get a taste of him in Loki. And I get I get it from like a marketing standpoint, from Marvel's perspective, you can't expect every person who's walking into a movie theater to have seen Loki, or to have finished Loki. I get it, um, but I think they should have done it through like maybe two or three after credit scenes where we're we're we're, we're like slow dripped fed Kang. We see what he's doing in the background. Like I think I think. The after credit scene for this movie is really good at setting up Kang better than, like, setting up Kang as the big overarching enemy than the movie did, and it's kind of weird. Like, I, I, I know, like, the way the movie ends is a little bit is in not a little bit. It is like, like Ant Man didn't win. He delayed the inevitable, but it's just weird that Ant Man is is the first introduction to Kang where he has a major role, and I don't know if I agree with that decision. Yeah, another another villain they brought in for this movie was Modok. Who's the best? He's we're, we're on Discord right now for the recording, and he's my profile picture. I love him. <laughs> he's, he's the best. I hate every single moment of my life <laughs> ever since I first saw Modok on the big screen. <laughs> Modok is the best character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Look, like uh, uh, I don't patch shit posting. He's gonna say he's not, but he is. I'm not, I'm not. He is. <laughs> <laughs> See, Modok in this movie. I like Modok in general. Like, I like Modok. He's very intimidating in the Avengers game, which is weird because that game is not seen to be very good. I like the Avengers game story a lot. And he's he's good in that 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 game. And Modok is supposed to look stupid, but not this stupid. He doesn't even have hair. Like, he looks like they just, like, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's all CG. At, at one point, I was like, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe they put a face rig on 
the guy who played Yellow Jacket, I forgot his name, and, and like, he just stood, like, sitting on a chair and just talked, and, like, they, they face-rigged his, his face and his mouth moving, but the, I don't think that's what they did. It's, it's, it's gotta be full CG, and it looks terrible. It looks, it's, it's the worst example of CG in, in the MCU. It looks so bad. It looks worse than the, than the Killmonger fight in 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 black panther it looks worse than the floating head in in thor 4 and in, in, in thor love and thunder it's the worst looking thing i've ever seen on the big screen and this show is ass too i like him i think he's a silly little guy <laughs> and he's not even intimidating he's not intimidating at all uh at the end he's quote-unquote redeemed uh, with this whole, like, speech about not being a dick, which is really stupid. It's not funny. Nothing in this movie is funny. I I laughed when I saw MODOK on screen. Every time he was on screen, I laughed my ass off. It's just because he looked oh, yeah, same, so same. I bad. Laughing. I was laughing, like, out loud. You're not supposed to laugh. I don't think you're supposed to laugh at this movie. I don't think this movie is like the other Ant-Man movies. I think I think Marvel was like, this is serious. This is serious times. We're introducing Kang. He's going to destroy the universe. And nobody cares because... I can't take Marvel seriously anymore, even especially after Thor 4, after Eternals, after this. I can't take Marvel seriously anymore. No one's gonna take Marvel seriously anymore. Like even especially after uh, uh, She-Hulk and the whole thing was about not taking Marvel seriously, and the last episode was like fucking breaking the fourth wall, with like uh, Mar eh, Marvel sucks and we're making a joke about it. That means we don't suck, right? It's so if stupid. If, if we're self-aware, then it's not bad. Everything, everything about this movie was terrible. The only redeeming thing is like, and and, and the reason why I like Ant Man and the Wasp, the the Ant Man and the Wasp. The reason why I like that movie is because I like Hank Pym, and the the movie is basically about Hank Pym. It's his story and trying to get his wife back. But even in this movie, this movie like Hank Pym does nothing interesting. Hank is just like along for the ride and he kind of just mumbles to himself the whole movie yeah he, he just mumbles to himself making one-liners and and if you if like, people in my personal life know that i the thing i dislike the most about the mcu especially nowadays is the thing that we call as mcu jokes so just like jokes that are tossed in because they can't end a scene without having a joke in it like they can't just have a serious scene or a normal scene that has to have a joke and everything hank pym says in this movie is a one-liner of some kind and it drove me nuts. Yeah, it, it's it's like it. This movie they did a Star Wars, and it was terrible. That that's what that's what this movie is. They did a Star Wars, and it was terrible. It's was this even supposed to be a fucking Ant Man movie? Because all of the Ant Man characters are not in it. None of the Ant Man characters are in it. Luis, uh, uh, the the Russian guy, and the, and the the other guy, like the the three guys that made the company. The company that he makes at the end of Endgame isn't even mentioned at all. Nothing from the previous Ant-Man movies is in this movie except for uh, Hope, Janet, and Hank. And they even recasted Cassie. Can I, can I complain about Hope for a second? I don't want to spend too long on this movie. Yeah. Like, this movie is not called Ant-Man Quantumanium. It's called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. And the Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. Hope? Hope does nothing at all for the entire runtime. 
They also never call except, her the Wasp, just saying. Except at the end. When when she comes to, through the portal to save Scott. Which, by the way, should have been Janet. If anybody was going to jump in and take down Kang and save Scott, it was Janet. It was not Hope. Hope did not earn that moment. And I feel like she only was there because she did nothing throughout the entire movie otherwise. And you know what I felt when that happened? Because she did nothing, I felt nothing. It wasn't cool. It wasn't a cool moment. It should have been Janet. But anyway, whatever. The, everything about this movie is stupid. And uh, the only, the I'm sure the only thing that's going to hold any weight in the rest of the MCU is the first after credit scene. And that's it. No, the second one is going to matter too. Yeah, but that's... that's that's, that's not. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's that's, you know. Yeah, it's it's they they. Spoilers for the after credit scene because that's the only thing people care about Marvel movies anymore for. Uh, the Loki's in it. Oh no, Loki season two. Oh, yeah, Lo- yeah, Loki's. I, I I was mixing up the after credit scene. Yeah. yeah, the first one was the one with the, the, first the Council the of Kangs. Yeah. Yeah, the Council of Kangs is the only thing that's gonna matter from this whole movie, and you don't see it until you've watched the credits for ten minutes. So, yeah. It's true. Yeah, so fuck this movie and I hope I never see Scott Lang's face ever again. Oh, you're definitely going to see Scott Lang's face again. Yeah. You're going to see Scott Lang's face the next time you watch a movie with, with Paul Rudd in it. Uh, also, they made a reference to living with myself in the movie. Yeah, that was that was, that was funny. I liked that. Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> you caught that too? Yeah, it's a cute moment. All right, that was it. That was our thoughts on Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania. I know it sounded a bit unnatural because it was like in the middle of the the World's End episode, but I decided to, you know, make it its own bonus episode because, you know, like I said in the intro, I do like the points we made. But if you agree with us, if you don't agree with us, let us know in the Q&A down below on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, then go down in the comments, you know what to do. Uh, make sure to check us out on the link tree, linktr.ee slash fresh off the reel. Uh, and you could also fill out a form to recommend us a movie or TV show. And we'll take that recommendation and we'll make it into an episode. And uh, on that link tree, you'll also find our socials, the Instagram and the Twitter. And of course, our letterbox accounts. So you can keep up with movies we've been watching. Uh, Pat's not here with me right now. But um, he would like to see all of you in a theater near you as well. So uh, I'll say bye. And uh, he's going to say bye in spirit. I'll leave an empty space for him to say bye in spirit. There you go. Good night.